Welcome back to the Supporting Local with Karis podcast. I'm Karis Saunders and today we're chatting to Hannah from Beehive Ceramics. Now she does handcrafted made-to-order ceramics and her pieces are so beautiful. We spoke about the inspiration behind her products, how she makes some of her own glazes for her items and how she's so determined to keep all her products completely unique and I absolutely love it. Now, do make sure if you want to have a look at Hannah's work, you can check it out on the Supporting the Girl podcast of Facebook and Instagram. And we also have all our work from other podcast guests. We do make sure to have a little nosy. Everything is linked in our episode notes. And let's get chat to Hannah. I've always been around the coastline. Okay. Um, I'm originally from Wirral, which, if you don't know, is like the little peninsula between Liverpool and Chester. Okay. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> always kind of like lived right by the coast. And then about just over two years ago, we moved to Bangor and we just loved the house straight away because the sea's at the end of the road. And it was kind of just like the right time for me to start the business, really, I yeah. suppose. I've always I've wanted to start it for so so long. Did a degree in decorative arts about ten years ago, Um, (laughs) and that kind of like degree was all kind of jewelry, uh, ceramics, glass, hands-on making. And I loved the degree and I kind of specialised in ceramics at the end, but I just, I didn't have the money. I didn't have the time to kind of properly focus on it. And I just wanted it to be something that when I did it, I could put like my heart and soul into it and do it properly. Yeah. Um, So when we moved here and like inspiration was flowing and we were in a new place and I just fell in love with it. And I just, I was like, I think rather than go straight back into another job, I just kind of want to take some time and see if I can give it a go. And then two years later... I started the business about last January and I just didn't expect for it to go so well, I suppose. So I just haven't really had to go and get another job, which has been lovely. So yes, it's kind of started off as like a part-time thing, got my own kiln, got my own wheel. It just kind of went from there and started an Instagram. And I remember saying, oh, well, if I get like a couple of followers and a couple of orders, (laughs) I will be so happy and yeah it just did so well and your markets here and stuff are absolutely brilliant in Northern Ireland like so good I know obviously I met you at Ted Berry yeah. Markets. yeah they're just brilliant and like my work's all based around kind of the coastline and then Beehive Ceramics so my daughter is called Beatrix Honey oh, <laughs> so, that's so sweet <laughs> so I kind of wanted to just give her like the nod and then yeah. like start this business and that name kind of came around and I didn't really want to use my own name because Hannah is just used everywhere for businesses. Like you literally cannot seem to find anything that isn't like Hannah handmade or something. And yeah. I was like, this is bad. So I just kind of flew some ideas around people and they were like, well, do you know what? Like I really like beehive ceramics. And I was like, I think it really works with my work well. And at the time I was throwing all these kind of vessels that were all kind of beehive shapes. And yeah. I was like, okay, I think this works quite well. So yeah. <laughs> I love that. So just speaking of products then, how do you come up with new products or kind of what's the process? Because you create a big range of products. So what's it like? I knew I wanted to make functional homeware. Yeah. At uni, I didn't make functional things. <laughs> it was very different to my work now. I'd kind of obviously had so long away from uni that I'd kind yeah. of had a long kind of thought process of what I wanted to do, I suppose. And I'd worked in a lot of other people's studios. So it was 
kind of watching what the people do, taking inspiration and then kind of thinking, actually, I really want to use my thoughts and ideas and then make functional. And then when I was like having a go and bought the kiln and bought the wheel, I just tested out loads of different clays, made loads of different glazes. And then I just was like, I'm just going to literally throw everything onto this. And there was a lot of disasters. I was like, actually, I just want to just have a go at it and just kind of get back into it. Um, And when you haven't thrown in a really long time, it's like takes a while to get back into it. But once I was there, it was good. But yeah, generally, I love painting, love drawing. It's always kind of been like a second little hobby of mine. So I used to just kind of go painting and take ideas from that. And then obviously like all the glazes and stuff, all that kind of very rustic earthy tones has kind of comes from there. And then I've always just done like a little hint of colour here and there to kind of reflect the, you know, the surroundings and nature and it's hard coming up with new things all the time, but I try and not burn out from it because I still want to like really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so I guess a lot of the items that I do come from just testing lots and then thinking, okay, well that works. I'll just go, I'll roll with that. And then I'll do a small batch of them and see if they work or if people like them and, or if I like them. <laughs> I know the most important bit. <laughs> Lots of things come out as failures from the girls. (laughs) Talk to me about your glazes because they are absolutely stunning. Like, do you make them all yourself? So I do a bit of both. I make all the kind of like main body ones, all the kind of white matte ones, the speckle ones. And then I do a lot of testing on the colours ones. Um, Sometimes I'll see a glaze, like if I'll be nipping to like Ulster Ceramics or Scarver and I'll see a glaze and I'll think, oh, I'll just give that a go and it'll be something that I really like. Like, a, you know, pinks and purples are quite hard to be quite consistent with in glazes. Okay. So I'd buy the pink and purples ones in. But generally, if I can make it, I will. I think obviously you want to have your own colours I do a bit of both really really depends amazing yeah I love that you do as you said the little like pop of color and each product like it's so simple but it's something that's so unique as well to know if you see anything you can like oh well that's Hannah's it is such a unique feature and I love it oh thank you so do you remember what the first product was that you launched with then whenever you properly set up your own business absolutely no idea (laughs) really not okay is it I probably launched with tumblers. I feel like that's something I I did right at the beginning a lot of. Mm -hmm. And then Bridewell in Donegadee, which I just love that coffee shop, asked me if I would be their kind of flat white cups in their shop. And that was like, oh my God, amazing. I felt so good about that. So I kind of did a lot of them at the beginning. And then I sort of just like, not stayed away from it, but I I did some other bits after that. So I would probably say maybe the tumblers. I I feel like I should probably know that. That's really bad. (laughs) (laughs) But what would an average day look like for you then, Hannah? Because I know you are very busy, especially with kids and all. So can you take us through an average day now that you are properly full time, like Northern Irish life and everything like that? Oh, proper day. Probably um, sort my daughter out (laughs) and then uh, walk the dog (laughs) and then get back. And then normally I will do a few hours throwing or turning, depending on what I've done the previous day. It's just kind of a juggling act, really, because I'm one of them people that I'm better at working of an evening, even though I would like to be able to work better (laughs) in the day. I'll try and do like orders and work that out in the day because obviously that makes more sense. And then I tend to like find more inspiration for throwing and like making in the evening. 
And then obviously, yeah, it's that juggling act of like glazing and kilns and every day is different. Every day is different. I don't think I would have a specific routine of every day. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I definitely do a bit every day now. I used to just kind of try and do it more part time and, you know, specifically have a couple of days a week. But it just doesn't work with kiln timings and clay drying times and suddenly you're doing bits every day. But that's fine. I love what I do. So that's not a problem. That's the most important thing. Do you know what your proudest achievement has been since you started then? I think getting into a couple of shops felt yeah. really, really good. Going to Galway Potter's Market, which I've just did two weeks ago, was Amazing. brilliant as well. Doing pottery markets feels pretty cool for me because that's something I would normally go and visit. So yeah. it was like, oh, feels like you've kind of made it in that way, you know? Yeah, you're um, on the other side of it. Yeah, it's nice. When you're asked to get into a shop or have a few bits, um, in like a little gallery or something it feels so good like you just think okay well I must be doing something right (laughs) (laughs) and on the back of that then do you know what the biggest challenge is that you faced since you started all up I think it's just like the juggling act I find really difficult and making sure that I don't burn out I think at Christmas like obviously it was like my first proper Christmas and I'd had from January to December of making and kind of building it a bit I suppose I got to December and I was just literally like I just didn't even want to look at clay for like a good (laughs) two weeks I just was like yeah we went to England for Christmas and I came back in January and I was like right something has changed in this year I need to properly work out like my timings and make sure that if Beatrix is at Childminders like properly like this is my time rather than spending you know three o'clock in the morning throwing because that's just really silly really really silly (laughs) oh it's yeah it is it is hard though do you know to kind of be like oh say as you're like Beatrix is away I should be really working but you're like I just don't really want to do you know I just want to watch my show or I think it's like if you're a really creative person as well I know I spoke to a lot of people about this with their businesses. They're exactly the same. Like when you actually speak to people and you just say, oh yeah, like did you have a late one last night? Like everyone's the same, Yeah. you know, because it's really hard to, I think when your mind works a bit differently, I think if you're very creative and I think if you sit there and go, I'm going to make 30 things right now, it doesn't always work that way, especially with when you're actually hand making things. So yeah, so I have been trying to like really prioritize things better. That's because it's a learning process, isn't it? Yeah, no, 100%. I think it is kind of, if you are more creative, like it just, things just take so much, well, not even take so much longer, but just you spend so much more time on it. And there's a girl that I know who's a baker and she could be up to like 2am some nights, you know, perfecting things on cakes and all. And I'm like, how are you still awake at that time? Everyone's different, aren't they? Um, And how their business works. I would love to be a nine to five in some ways of like, the way my mind thinks and how much it would be better time management but that's just not the nature of having your small business I don't think it's something I'm realizing <laughs> yeah like I think it can work for some people but other people it's just a no but like especially as you work with clay and everything like it time and wise it, like it doesn't work for you yeah that's the thing and and sometimes I'll have an evening and I'll I will have thought about something all day and I'll think oh I really want to try that shape and then I'll start making it and then I'll be like oh make a few of them and then suddenly like time has gone and yeah. I'm like okay this wasn't probably the best time <laughs> to do this but 
you know, if you're inspired by something, you should just go with it, shouldn't yeah. you, rather than waiting. I know, because you can hardly be like, oh, I'll just wait till tomorrow morning, because then you don't want to do it, or you've forgotten, and you're like, oh, well, I've missed yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. So have you ever thought about doing any collaborations, whether it's with like local artists or other local businesses or anything like that? So I've just finished a second collaboration with Everwild Candles. Yeah. Um, I make the, um, obviously the ceramic pots, do like a small and a large version and then she'll fill them for me. So last year I did like a little batch of them and just just to kind of see if people were interested in that sort of thing because I absolutely love candles myself and it's something that I really wanted to concentrate on just to kind of be a bit more sustainable in terms of like you either keep the pot and use it for something else after or she will refill them for you and then this year I thought right I'm actually going to try and concentrate on the brand more and have a scent that kind of worked with my brand so this scent is honey and clementine and the pots are kind of like that yellowy kind of oatmeal-y dribbly vasey kind of thing so um and then I've also done another collaboration with a Northern Irish maker, uh, Neve Makes Knots, um, and she does the macrame for my hanging pots. Yeah. I just love that idea of collaborating with someone. I think, you know, I could maybe sit and have a real think and make absolutely every part of everything I make if I wanted to, because I'm a creative person in that way myself. But I think it's really nice to kind of support each other. And, you know, people will say to me at markets and things, oh, well, I love that um, that macrame. Did you do it yourself? And I'm like, oh, well, I didn't do the macrame. This is, you know, yeah. Neve does this, go and get in touch with her and she'll get sales off it. And it's just supporting each other. And I think that's really, really important, really nice. I would like to do some more collaborations in the future. I just don't know what. <laughs> I love that. Have you ever thought, I know Everwell Candles, like they are so, so good. And I'm not even sure, to be fair, if they do like a wax melt or anything. But if they did, do you think you would ever want to do like wax burners? Do you know and do a collaboration that way? Or do you want to stick with the candles? Because like the candles are beautiful. Yeah. So I do wax burners at Christmas. I bought a load of her Christmas scents in the wax melts and kind of did them as a bit of a bundle for people. But I actually spoke to her the other day and said... I'm going to use the scent that she's made, the honey and clementine, and make them in the, the melts just to kind of, because I think that would be nice for people. Yeah. And burners are definitely like one of my best sellers, I would say. People just love them. And they are just, it's just nice to have something that looks yeah. a bit different. It's, it's quite a nice piece to have, you know, on the fireplace and something rather than just kind of standard wax burner, yeah. you know. And especially like knowing it's a local one and everything and you can kind of see the work that goes into it it's not just like a wee random one you got in like a supermarket or as a deal or something exactly it's nice to have something slightly different and I do try and make all of my pieces like I have absolutely no interest in being someone that makes the same thing over and over again yeah um if you're gonna be handmade it's nice it's nice for me to be excited by everything you know that I'm making and putting kind of my mind to everything that I make is slightly different or the kind of the way I apply the glaze is slightly different um some of the wax burners are a bit more rustic some of them are a bit more fine um really depends how I'm feeling that day I suppose I'm just doing it slightly different and there is some slightly different sizes with them and things I just obviously like I have like a specification that I try and work to but I don't think there's any need for me to make everything exactly the same like it's not like my ethos like what I'm doing yeah so I think people quite like that I think if you're going to have a handmade ceramic product it's quite nice that it's slightly different from the last one you you know it to be different 
Yeah. Um, this is a bit of a side note, but whenever we were at the Tedbury Market and Zara Ramex, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's Zara McLaughlin Studio even. Um, yeah. And she had that little, you got 15 minutes in the wheel and I made, I can see it, like I made this little vase thing. I have no idea what kind of happened. I wasn't expecting to make that. It just, <laughs> it just was going up and I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. But obviously it's not like flat, it's all bumpy, but I love it because it's, I'm like, yeah. I did that, you know. And it's, as you say, like whenever you buy from a small business, like you don't want it all to look the exact same, you know, you want little changes. and Even if it's something really simple to you that you might think, oh, I really like that. The amount of times I have it when people buy something and they, you know, they spend ages looking at, you know, the three wax burners that are on the stall and they're like, oh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. And I just think it's really nice that someone, you know, it has to suit their house and what they want. And that's really nice. I think it's nice to have things that are a bit individual. And I know myself. I like things that are very quirky and individual, so it works. There we go. <laughs> Do you have anything exciting coming soon in the future that you can give us a little teaser for, or even just like dream products that you would love to come out with? Last night, funny enough, oh, wow. um, I started working on different style plant pots. Um, Amazing hot slash vases and I kind of really want to do a completely different shape to what I've been doing so far so that's just a work in progress but I took I did a couple of them three um and took them to Galway Potter's Market just as a side note didn't put them on my Instagram or anything just to kind of see what people thought and all three of them sold and I thought well that's a good indication that people like this (laughs) (laughs) this seems to be going well (laughs) So yeah, I'm going to start working on things, working on a shape that's quite different to what I've been working on so far. So I'm excited about that. That'll be good. Exciting. I can't wait to see them whenever they make their Instagram debut. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not sure yet myself, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And do you have any idea where you'd like to be in the future? Do you like five years time? Like what would be the big dream? At the moment, we rent our house and I would really love to buy something Mm -hmm. that has either a garage or an outbuilding or has space to do that because at the moment at home it's kind of just taking over the house like most small businesses do and obviously with having children and stuff um I just feel I would like a proper space I was renting a studio for a while when I first got here because I thought that would be an easier option but then I found I just wasn't either getting there enough or when I was there, things were drying at kind of the wrong times for me and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I really want a studio that can just either walk into the garden or walk into the garage and it just be there and ready to go and have it all in one place would be really good. <laughs> so I think that's really just the dream. And then in terms of like business dream, I would love so much to go to Potfest. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of like, the goal at the moment is to hopefully next year or the year after try and get there so we'll see we'll see if that happens <laughs> that is so exciting so tell me sorry about Potterfest then so Potterfest is an English pottery market effectively okay. and they're, they're all over now I couldn't tell you all of them where they are but <laughs> and one of the bigger ones in Scotland which I'd really like to go to and it's just something that like a lot of potters go they'll go and like camp out for the weekend and it's just huge like it's all kind of potters from all over the world Amazing. um yeah you just go go for the whole weekend go and sell and I think like Galway was kind of like my first little hint of that having like two full days with just potters it's just so nice to kind of be around people that are like-minded and doing the same thing and yeah a few of them were going to pot fest this year and 
let me know about everything and it just sounds brilliant I'd love to go love to go I visited a few times not had my own work there yet oh it must be so nice so even just down in Galway do you know just see as you say people that do similar things and kind of see the inspiration and kind of being like oh they did this I can maybe do this or even do you know just talking to them like I do this and you do that like how do you do it or kind of get more info on as you say like like like-minded people yeah exactly there's nothing nicer than having that community I think of other people that are just doing the same thing it's just a really really nice community and I've just been quite shocked since moving here how great that community is like everyone's just been so lovely and you know even messaging a few people on the way to Galway being like or, oh, you know, have, have you sorted this or what do I need to do for this? And everyone's just so helpful and so lovely. And that's just really nice thing to have. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a big thing in like Northern Irish and probably Irish, like small business community. Like everyone is so supportive and so encouraging. Like even you can find people that will do similar products, but they'll still help each other out. And, do you know, even though you could look at them be like oh you're you guys are in like competition with each other but they're like no no like I'm gonna help you because someone helped me when I was starting in that whole thing yeah I think that's so nice and I kind of hate that competitive attitude like it's just not really I don't think it gets you anywhere Mm. (laughs) I really don't think it gets you anywhere I think you just stick in your own lane and enjoy what you're doing and that'll come through it's kind of the reason I've felt so settled since being here because I've been to so many markets and things and um, before Christmas and met so many other small businesses and you get friendly with them and it's really nice. It's nice having that community. Oh, absolutely. Um, so Hannah, just to finish up then, what is your favourite local business if you can pick one? Oh, if I could pick one. Oof. Oh, you can pick a few really... if you need. <laughs> it is a hard one. <laughs> yeah, I think I want to uh, say a few. So I absolutely love Robin and Rue. She's been so lovely to me since I moved here. She makes like reversible children's bibs and things like that, but they're just so beautifully made and she takes so much care and effort into them and she's lovely um I also love Catherine Reed's jewelry who I know that you yes. have on the podcast recently I met her at Ted Berry and just was like blown away it's by beautiful. how nice the jewelry is like absolutely obsessed with that I love the fact it's so quirky as well love wooden things so just actually got an ashen ore platter um and I just absolutely love things like that love that business as well there's loads oh I could just like sit and reel loads of things off but yeah, there's loads of people at the moment that I absolutely love. Just speaking of wooden stuff then, have you ever heard of his Instagram is Justin Wood and I? Do you know I don't think I have? Um, so he was actually at Tedbury as well. So it's Mark Justin, so he's a uh, custom furniture maker and like he does loads of really, really cool stuff. Oh, nice. Oh, I'll go and check him out. I absolutely love things like that. Yeah, I have a far too many chopping board boards. <laughs> That's not okay. But, you know, I know I my boyfriend always tells me off because anytime like we go to a market or anything I'm like I need to buy everything like I need to support all these businesses and Matthew's like yeah but you're gonna be completely skinned you know you can't yeah. and I'm like but oh, I, I just didn't buy enough to support them and he's like oh no I think I just go to markets and sometimes I'm like I cannot walk around until I've you know made a little bit of money myself because otherwise I will just yeah. spend everything <laughs> I've tried to make yeah, I think everyone feels the same though, don't they? And then you see something and I'll go back on Instagram and I'll like, oh, have a little think about it. <laughs> Make another <Yeah>. purchase. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm so guilty for it. 
Well, Hannah, it was so, so lovely to chat to you today. So thank you so much for oh, coming on my you. podcast. Oh, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Isn't Hannah so lovely? And I was a little bit of a change with the accent for this week's episode. Obviously, she is English, but she's living here. So she still is one of us, a Northern Irish business. And now do go over to our social media. We are supporting local podcasts over on Facebook and Instagram. And you can take a little look at Hannah's beautiful work and also all of our other podcast guests. And if you enjoyed this episode, do go over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts wherever you listen. Leave us a little rating or review. Let me know what you think. And hopefully it'll be a big five stars. That's what we want. And I'll be back next week with a brand new episode.